all kinds of slaw, and I like to consider myself a slaw in a sewer. So I eat a lot of coleslaw. It's one of my favorite side dishes ever, and it's pretty good. So they smothered the slaw on their slaw dogs. Slaw in a sewer. Slaw in a sewer. That, I well, love that. Yeah. <laughs> Going into 2022 as a slaw in a sewer. Ask Miss Whitney. I am a slaw in a sewer. Me and her brother's uh, girlfriend, we just bond over how much we like coleslaw. everyone welcome to season two episode one of columbus uncut we are back it's been a while been over a month but here we are uh, caleb and i bring you the current events sports beer guests and all things columbus ohio unfiltered and uncut as usual we have myself sean here with my co-host caleb and our audio engineer luke uh, finally recording, recording uh, for the first time. New year, new new season, and uh, getting it kicked off. So it's been a bit. Um, before we get started, in case everyone's forgot over the month that we've been gone, please follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Both of them are at Columbus underscore uncut. We also have a Discord page you can join where you can basically reach out to us. You can give us beer suggestions for our episodes. You can give us restaurant suggestions, and you can give us any feedback on the episodes that we record. Lastly, we have a Teespring, where you can go onto our Teespring and buy any Columbus Uncut merch. Now, this is big because any of that uh, merch or any of the proceeds, from we get a certain percentage of the proceeds from whatever you buy, which goes directly to the podcast. So we'd like to thank everyone that has uh bought anything off of our teespring because it actually went into some new podcast equipment that we got we got some new mics um some new mic stands coming and a new audio mixer for our podcast um we'll post pictures of those uh on our post when we release this episode but we'd like to just thank everyone for all that you've uh, bought from our Teespring, it's really it's going directly into the podcast. None of that's going into Caleb or my or Luke's uh, pockets, and it's going directly to the podcast. So, uh, thanks for me, and I'm sure. Yes, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. I mean, <clears throat> we couldn't have done it without you guys being able to. St- I mean, Luke had our audio game stepped up with the equipment that he had, but you know, just in case shit ever hits the fan we want to be able to still produce and travel in case i get sick luke gets sick sean gets sick you know with this COVID out here we just don't know what's going to happen so uh it was good to purchase some good equipment with all that money and uh we're ready to do big things here in 2022 right starting the year off right absolutely Speaking of, it's 2022, and um, for anyone who listens to the podcast, it's been a while since we released an episode. So, um, I mean, how was everyone's holidays? How was yours, Kayla? It was good. Uh, It's been busy. I mean, since Thanksgiving, we had family here. Uh, 
for Thanksgiving, which normally we don't, but Emma's parents ended up with the dreaded Corvid, and uh, so we had people over, not them, to our house, which normally we go up to them for Thanksgiving, and then Christmas time, uh, everyone was healthy, which was great, uh, and so Emma's brother and sister, uh, as well as her brother's girlfriend, <clears throat> uh, me, my mom and dad, Charlotte, and Emma's mom and dad, we were all together, so, you know, did the normal stuff, Christmas Eve, we play games, hang out, Christmas Day, open up the gifts, and we sm- I smoked a ham for 24 hours, and it turned out fantastic. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, so that was really good. How'd you fit it into <clears throat> a cigarette? What's that? Oh, you smoked it. Yeah, I smoked gotcha. a ham, yeah, yeah. That's a new one. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so... Did that. Uh, it was a good meal. And then, uh, you know, I went b- back to work right after Christmas all last week. So then uh, last night I had some more family over. My grandma f- came from Minnesota and my aunt and uncle from Cleveland came in, which my uncle, huge fan of the pod. Really? He, yeah. He said he's been listening. He loves it. Shout out to Caleb's uncle. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's actually in town right now. I told him to if he before he left, if you wanted to stop over and see how it goes down. Oh, but to feel free. But the curtain, huh? I feel like he, <laughs> he may have left by now. He was talking about leaving around like three or four and we're getting close to that. Um, and then today, football, beer drinking, podcast recording. Right. That's what the rest of this weekend's pretty much all about. So. Luke, what about you? Oh, my uh, my holiday was awesome. Um, so we hosted, actually, uh, at our house, which was pretty cool. Her parents came over, Meg's parents came over, and, and mine. And, and uh, we also were expecting a child in June, and we found out the gender a couple days before Christmas. So we're having a baby girl, which I'm super stoked, super nervous at the same time. But no, it's a, it a great holiday season and uh, ready for the new year, for sure. Congrats. That, that girl's yeah. got some good genes, too. Her, <laughs> her grandma, the wet t-shirt champion of Miami Beach, 1984. <laughs> so, Is that a fact? That's, yeah. a, that's a straight fact. Straight wow. fact. <laughs> well, and do you know the exact date in June? Uh, June 22nd. My, so I'm. we're also having a baby, obviously. Well, not obviously, but. Now everybody knows. We don't know the gender yet, but ours is due June 28th. Dude, that is wild. And Charlotte was due June 22nd, but came June 8th. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So potential for... Well, if this kid takes after uh, anything uh, about me, it'll it'll be late. <laughs> so yeah. It'll, it'll be a couple of days later than, than June 22nd. Ruby time. Ruby time. It's all good, though. Well, my uh, holiday was pretty uh pretty good too yeah sean let's hear about your holiday i thought luke was gonna throw it to you but he must have forgot (laughs) (laughs) i uh i didn't really do much honestly so i don't get much work off so i took christmas eve off which happens to be my mom's birthday holly um which we didn't spend it here like we talked about in the past happy uh, birthday holly episodes but so we actually went up and did christmas eve with whitney's family in fremont um, for the afternoon, had a good lunch and meal, and then went up and did the evening with my parents. Um, and good night, opened all our uh, presents. Um, let's just say, when in our household, uh, Santa always came one day early because my mom's birthday was the 24th, and he knew. So we always got to open our presents one day early. So on the 24th, 
uh, Santa came down while we were uh, out to dinner and uh, gave us all our presents. So we opened them all up. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> we opened Classic. them all up. You know, it's it takes a lot to get that special sort of accommodations. you got to be in the uh, uh, Santa Plus Club. but uh, Is that like a Sam's Club membership or a Costco <laughs> yeah. membership? Yeah, or? you got it. Yeah. Yep, it's a uh, annual subscription. Pay it once a year. Oh, it's cheap. Um, and you yeah. got to be born on the twenty fourth of December. Wow. Yeah. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty pristine, uh, unique membership there. But anyway, the the twenty fourth was good. The Christmas Eve was good. Spent the weekend at my parents. Christmas Day did nothing. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. By the way, I mean, my family hasn't done anything for Christmas Day like. For as long as I can remember, it's always, you know, trying to get everyone's schedules met up and everything. So. I miss Christmas with your family. <laughs> yeah. So always a great time. Just spent the day with the family uh, at the house, took naps, watched the Browns get beat, um, and that was about it. Christmas Eve highlight was I watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh, with Which my one? parents. New the, one, the Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey one. Oh. It's, that's so the a new one, the new one rate. is just the Grinch. Oh, okay. Right? But How the Grinch that one stole Christmas, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> There's no kids present. That one sucks. I'm not gonna go into it because I'm sure I could go on a rant. But <laughs> me and Whitney saw that one in the theater. I fell asleep and left mid movie. No, kidding. it was that bad. It wow. wasn't funny, and they changed the whole story. Mm. How the whole How the Grinch Stole Christmas is one of the Christmas greats, in my opinion. So. Watched it and my family or my parents loved it because they hadn't seen it. Since they it, haven't like, seen the. No, the, the, they saw oh, it. Okay, they, I was say. We went and saw it in theaters when it first came out, but that was twenty years ago. Right. That came out in yeah. twenty two thousand, so twenty one years ago. Yeah, so they hadn't seen it in forever. So had had a couple good laughs. Watched that and watched Christmas Vacation on That's Christmas classic. Day. That's classic. Yeah. Great movie, on Christmas yeah. Day, and that rounded out our two final christmas movies that we wanted to watch because we watch probably 10 to 15 christmas movies every year um and we have a list and got through them all this year finished Damn. the final one on christmas day <laughs> you guys I gotta step on my game yes <laughs> i i think i literally watched the grinch about five times with charlotte because she wanted to watch that and then we tried to watch polar express because emma and her sister had never seen it and i was like that's my favorite that's, yeah, I love movie. That that's movie. one of my favorites that's, i love that's it. a and great movie so, well when you put that instagram post up sean i was like half thinking you were going to text me oh caleb's christmas movies but you didn't so well, i was just trying to, <laughs> no, to which, get yeah, I know. some uh, stuff out there we had been i know we were we were slacking which i tweeted for us for the first time today in quite a while just so we're back in track on that 2022. But uh yeah, Polar Express, great movie. Uh I own it on DVD, but I think it's actually at my parents' house cuz it's not in my collection right here and so I was scrambling like all right, is it on Amazon? Is it on Netflix? And Emma was like, I'm not watching it if we have to rent it for money. If you own it. And I was oh, like, geez. okay, I get that. It was 3.99. Here's what you do. Buy it on Amazon. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then you have it. That's right. what I did for The Grinch because it's not on any streaming right. services anymore. But the thing that pissed me off was it was obviously cost it costed money, costed whatever. Uh so they didn't want to watch it. So we had to watch this dumb movie called Holiday. Oh jeez, that let sounds me, like That a sounds like a Netflix let me tell, Christmas movie. Let me tell you. Hallmark Christmas movie. I went to bed. <laughs> I just I just I watched 30 minutes of it and I said 
See you later. It was arguably the dumb. I'm not going to go into it because it could take a long time. Dumbest 30 minutes. I can't get those 30 minutes back. Oh, wow. You so know you what went, I mean? You went after 30, huh? Yeah. After 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I thought, okay, I'll give it a chance. Maybe it's like, uh, what's that movie? The Holiday or Four Holidays or Four Christmas. You know, the one with Jack Black. Has anyone seen that one? I don't know. I don't even there's, know. there's a romantic comedy Christmas movie that has like Jack Black and... Is that t- the one with Vince Vaughn? Yes, actually. Yeah. And they... I think it's called Four Christmases, actually. I don't know. I think so. But that's actually a great rom-com Christmas movie. So I was like... If it's got Jack Black and Vince Vaughn in it, I mean... Right. But I thought, okay, so maybe list. maybe this one will be good. No. Absolute mistake. That and Vince I'll, Vaughn one. I mean, Vince Vaughn, it's good, too. That that one, I really did enjoy that one. It is a good movie, but that holiday, not good. Well, so. Polar <laughs> Express, I actually had, like, a collector's edition book growing up. Really? I, that came with a bell. And one of the gifts I got this year, my dad got uh, all the kids in our family a some sleigh bells with handmade leather. All the bells are hand crafted because he was actually back home getting a pistol holster and they had one hanging and he's like do you guys sell those and they're like yeah he's like well i want nine (laughs) so he got nine all the kids because my grandma before she passed always had sleigh bells from uh back home they they did sleigh rides with the horses at the hayes presidential center um every christmas and they had sleigh bells hanging and so we got some some sleigh bells, handcrafted sleigh bells with custom leather and everything. And that is awesome. But I don't know where yeah. my Polar Express book went. <clears throat> well, you got to so. look for it because I I really want Charlotte to watch it. Great, movie, I think man. she would like it now. But like I said, I got to try to get it back from my parents if that's where it is because I don't know where it could be otherwise. I mean, you guys see my DVD rack right here. It should be in there, but it's not. So I either let someone borrow it, which is so unlike me. Or two, it's at my parents, so I gotta well, find that. I mean, I don't want to go buy down it on a, a rabbit hole, but it is the holidays. We're doing a recap. Did you guys have see any new Christmas movies this year that you enjoyed at all? Mine was uh, the holiday, I mean, the like holiday, I said, which you didn't like. I, I'm giving it a zero out of ten. I don't know if it's a Christmas it. movie, but I went to go see uh, the Kingsman in theaters. Oh I, yeah, you I were have, talking yeah. about that. So, How is it? My dad and I, we love that series, and this was phenomenal. Really? I mean, it is a great, from start to finish, action-packed, has a really awesome twist on uh, World War One, on, like, how it started, who was behind it, like, the d- different countries and everything. Sean, you'd love it, um, just for that fact alone. But it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. Highly recommend The Kingsman, and then also the new Spider-Man, No Way Home. 10 out of 10. Go see it. I'm done. So, I want to just talk for a second about that. The King's Man, okay? Emma and I love watching those, and we saw the preview for it, and I was like, okay, that looks like something we need to go see for sure. Oh, it's so good. I always check IMDb, though. Like, you just never know. The Kingsman got, or the King's Man, Mm. got extremely low score. It got like a six. Spider-Man? 8.9. 8.9. Yeah, that's no because kidding. you know who's like making all these uh, votes and everything? No. The same people who voted for Biden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong, honestly. So, but. 
Not to be political, but this isn't a political podcast. You know where I stand now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I'd love to hear it. Uh, but I am a little confused. Is this? Is there a TV series? Uh, Which one? The King, are you Behind the King's Man. You said you and your dad are big fans of the series. Yeah, we, this, this is the movies. This is the third, third movie, movie, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then, I didn't know that. So there's The King's Men, which is the first one. Right. The second one, Emma and I saw in theaters. It's like The King's Men, and then the rest of the title is, there's more to it. I forget what it's yeah, called. I, and then this last one is oh. called The King's Man. Right. Okay. And it's the beginning on how it started. I didn't yeah. know all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, my highlights, my movie highlights were the classics. So I went back and watched some classics I'd never seen all the way through. So White Christmas with awesome, Bing awesome Crosby movie. and Danny Kaye. Danny oh, Kay. my word. Can they dance and sing? I'll tell you Absolutely what. Absolutely love that movie, and I will watch that every year moving on. I did watch uh, – what is it? Um what I can't even think of it now. It's the other classic one that they play on Christmas Eve. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And I didn't understand it really at all um, <laughs> as to why it's a big deal. I will say Klaus on Netflix. Uh, very the, the good. animated. Yes. Great with the mailman. Yes. Love that movie. Yes. How about very the Christmas good. Chronicles? Have you seen that one? Yes. On both. Netflix too. Both. No, I need. That to. is like one of the number one watched on yep. Netflix. But I very good. The Santa Claus actually looked kind of scary. It's Kurt Russell. I know he looked kind of scary. You don't think? It's really good. Huh. Both of them are really good. Okay then. So yeah, let's look that up. Watch that, it. I mean, either way, it sounds like we all had a good holiday season. That probably went pretty long, but I mean, it's been a month, so we got to recap it. Absolutely, what we we've all been up to. Uh, <laughs> moving on, so segment overview. As we get into the meat of the episode, we're gonna have our normal beer segment. Uh, which we got an interesting beer, which Kayla will be describing once we get to that. We'll have our food segment, which we went to Toledo's this week. Um, and we'll get into a small sports segment. And we got a special edition for the sports segment because I got I drafted up some basically trade or package proposals to uh, Caleb as a Browns fan because – Obviously, Baker Mayfield isn't isn't the answer right now, but we'll get into that. So, uh, and then we'll go into our personal New Year's resolutions and close our out with our uh, goals for the podcast for 2022. So, got a pretty good episode here, uh, and excited to get started. So, Caleb, uh, what beer are we drinking today? Today, we are drinking <clears throat> uh, actually a beer that has been sitting in my fridge. For two years. Okay, so I got this beer the last year I worked at the golf course, which was, gosh, that actually might have been three years ago. It was two or three years ago. I don't actually remember. Either way, it's uh, made by Founders, okay, which is a popular brewery out in Michigan, uh, called Founders CBS, which stands for Canadian Breakfast Stout. It is 11.6%. I did write 11.3 because that's what I wrote on beeradvocate.com, but I'm looking at the actual bottle here, 11.6%. Three's turning into a six. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I did some research on if you could have beers, obviously, age, because they have a shelf life and whatever, but with stouts, it's a little bit different. Uh, you can actually age them. For longer than what their shelf life is, and they supposedly get better. 
This is the first one that I've ever done it with. Uh, so, like I said, it's been sitting in there for two to three years. They say that it's supposed to stay roughly around the alcohol percentage that it's at, but some people have said uh, it could go up like two percent ish. Cause so when it ages, it'll it'll, it'll ferment a little ferment, bit more, yeah. and so it'll get a little bit higher uh, alcohol content into it. Um, hmm. Another thing I read because some guy on the forum was like, uh, if it is there any way that my beer could go up 5% and some guy responded if that happened it would blow up like it would literally <laughs> blow up because it can't ferment that much in the bottle right so they were like at most it'd be 2% so this could be 13.6 ish percent we have no idea let's go so uh we're definitely going to give this a try i'm going to pour up some for actually i'm going to pour up mine and then i'll give it to uh, here i'll Luke pour it up Sean. while you go yeah, over the stats on. let me let me just pour mine up real quick i'm really excited about this like i said it's been <laughs> chilling in my fridge for however long so we got a 22 ounce bomber here that we're all gonna split future episodes we'll have to uh video this <laughs> yes which i want to get to that in my uh in my podcast resolutions so done deal um, I'm going to talk about this beer just a little bit while Sean's pouring it up. You can pour me up some more if uh, there's some left once we all get it to even. Um, so this beer is brewed uh, with blended coffees and imported chocolates. Um, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, the beer uh, is aged in bourbon barrels for, I did not say for how long, but it ages in bourbon barrels first. Oh, nice. Then it is moved to maple syrup barrels and aged in that afterward. Ooh. So it's it has a maple syrup bourbon uh, flavor to it. Um, I looked on their website because I went on there to find out some information, obviously, about the brewery. Uh, it does not show this beer anywhere on the beers that they produce. So <clears throat> as far as I know, this beer model? is no longer being produced. So we're drinking something that we might not ever be able to get our hands on ever again. Oh, it smells phenomenal. From what I've heard when on the forums I was reading, this bottle that I have that we're about to drink is actually extremely sought after. It's rated a 4.7 out of 5 on the... Beer Do we have a cork? Can we re- <laughs> Are we done with it? It's <laughs> gone. Every you have everything poured into oh, your man. glass right. right now. Um, so I'm actually super stoked uh, about trying this. Uh, some facts about the brewery: like I said, this is Founders Brewery. Uh, it was founded by Mike Stevens and Dave Engbers uh, in 1997. Uh, they opened a 9,800 square foot brewery in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, in 1998, the tap room opened for business, and uh, it actually almost goes bankrupt, bankrupt, but bankrupt between uh, 1999 and 2001. Uh, Steve, or Mike, oh, Steve, I think it's Stevens, his last name. Mike and Dave actually bartended uh, their own brewery. So they basically were just working all the time. The only money they made from 1999 to 2001 was tips. No kidding. They literally wow. didn't take any money from anything else. Um, so they almost went bankrupt. 2002, they were able to bring in a brewmaster from Dirty Bastard called, or his name is Jeremy Kosmicki. Uh, by 2010, 
uh, rateabeer.com ranked Founders the fourth best brewery in the world. Uh, and then by 2011, so just one year later, they were ranked number two in the world. So they are, <clears throat> it's an extremely sought after brewery at this rate. Like, and I mean, I personally delivered t- or used to deliver tons of Founders product, but you see it in every gas station, every Kroger, every, ge- I mean, anywhere you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, in 2016, they opened a 190,000 square foot warehouse uh, to focus on their brew operation, warehousing their brew, and then they distribute out of that as well. So almost 200,000 square foot warehouse was basically where their whole operation is. They have uh, two tap rooms, one in Detroit and still the one in Grand Rapids. Uh, but on their website, they uh, stopped naming things that they had done after 2018 so not that there isn't you know more things that founders has done but after 2018 they had no more information but i thought that was a lot of crazy stuff i mean from going talk about bank- perseverance i mean going from, from bankrupt to number two number in two world. in the world give me a break i and i thought i misread it when i was looking at the information that i it was number two in america and i reread it again and it said number two in the world and i'm like Think about all like the, Ger- I mean the German beers we've tried and all that stuff and the purity laws and you're telling me Founders, out of Michigan, is the second best in the world according to RateAbeer.com. Yeah, shout, shout out to Jeremy. Yeah, I mean not. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Not knowing much, just looking at the facts we have, it looks like once they hired Jeremy as their brewmaster, they were probably able to focus more on the business and growing the business. And he was just yeah. doing the stuff for them. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't yeah. imagine brewing it and being the brewmasters and all that on top of having to grow the business, sell, do all the sales, be the bartend, like you were saying, bartend their own beers. Like, when did you sleep? Oh, I'm sure yeah, these dudes dude. were just nose to the grindstone, right? just constant, running on fumes, which yeah. yeah is rough when you're going bankrupt and you're not getting anything from all that work. And you know? to start in 1997, and like I said, all those struggles went until 2001. So pretty much for like four or five years, these dudes were just like grinding, making ends meet, making their beer, and then they get this dude. And before now, social media, before oh, you know, yeah, and look at them, they're gazillionaires now. <laughs> I mean. Right? L- ridiculous it's it's just crazy how stuff like that can happen you know what i mean um but i thought that was really cool they also talked a lot about about being um sustainable kind of like central waters brewing company where they were like really energy efficient tried to use local stuff founders also tries to do things like that so i thought that was kind of cool as well um so yeah that's that's uh the information about this beer and about the brewery, uh, give her a taste. I I just tasted it, and I I can't wait to hear what you guys think. I think we should start with before we go to the tasting poundability, because yeah. off the rip, I'm gonna say this is a zero on poundability. Like I'm gonna drink this glass and probably be full. Here's the thing, it's a stout, right? Right. So poundability, I mean, no one's pounding stouts. I would say as far as stouts go, though, this is pretty smooth, and the poundability be would if you were rating only stouts as far as poundability, the poundability would be higher. For me, it's not obviously no one wants to pound a stout, but if I had to, if I had a dare, a double dog dare, 
and had to pound a stout, this one wouldn't be bad at all because it's pretty smooth, which we'll get into when we talk about it. But as far as poundability for stouts, because like I said, no one wants to pound a stout. I think it's pretty high poundability. I agree with Sean. I'm a huge fan of Kentucky bourbon ale, um, and I that it smells just like it almost, mm-hmm. and it the taste it has that aged taste. I love it. That's great. Do you think that there's any chance that this beer has actually gotten smoother because of the aging process? That's what I was wondering. If it's maybe like lost some carbonation, right? Or because it almost a lot of flavor but flat. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm kind of wondering if, let's say, we would have gotten one of these straight off the rack at Kroger and opened it today, like right. no aging process. If we'd be saying the same thing, I feel like and some I've never, beer and, connoisseurs probably listen to us like, "Duh, you idiot!" Yeah, <laughs> like that's the best part is we don't know what we're talking yeah. about. I know, but there's probably some very like someone who knows anything about beers like, yeah, when. Yeah, it sits for three years. There's something that we're happens. just basing it off the average science, bitch. Yeah, we're just basing it off the average person's beer knowledge. We just like to drink it and yeah. the the effects. Right. We love the effects. I mean, I eat a lot of food too, and I'm no French chef, right? So. But and I'm sure it goes like a lot of my good friends. They're big on bourbon, and I, I mean, it's not that I won't have a. I don't love bourbon though, so I don't. I love beer like they love bourbon, and. I'm sure they would say the same thing if they were trying a bourbon or something like that. They don't know, you know, the exact characteristics of what happens if you do such and like aging it or whatever, like yeah. this right now. So we're just talking average man speak here on yeah. <laughs> what this is going to taste like. So what are you tasting? I will say what I taste more than anything is the coffee blend. I'm getting that big time and like. It it is a Canadian breakfast out. I could a hundred percent have this at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of beers I can have. Give me some at scrambled night. eggs, Canadian bacon. Right. Let's go. But a little bit of this. This is del- like I could consider this a breakfast. I could drink this at nine o'clock in the morning. I could drink it at noon. I could also drink it before bed. You know, like a a nightcap type beer. It it does all of it for me. I think it just tastes good. I'm wondering if we're going to get any sort of, like, since it is blended with a little bit of coffee, if we're going to get any sort of caffeine buzz, yeah. like a little pump boost. I, I wonder. I mean, we'll find out the farther we get through it. But I really love I'm that smooth aftertaste. I'm wondering if other things are going to hit me. but If the 13% is going to drive a nail through you before <laughs> the Buckeye game here. Or if the stout's just going to wreck the stomach. Silence. Sorry, that's I was good. taking a drink, but do you feel yeah. like that's going to happen already? No, I not mean, yet, okay. but we'll see. But that's what I taste more than anything, and I love coffee. Coffee is like yeah. probably my favorite drink outside of beer. Is really? Yes. Mm. Well, now we're never going to get sponsored by Liquid Death. So thanks. Water's third. I mean, <laughs> and if no I had to pick a water, third. it's Liquid Death. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm tasting. Sean, what are you tasting? Uh Chocolate. You, okay, you yes. get that chocolate flavor? Yes. To me, it was straight chocolate. I didn't really even notice the coffee until you just said something, which I get it now, because to me, all stouts have that coffee hint, like whether they say they're a coffee stout or not. 
Um, <clears throat> but to me, it's like drinking dark chocolate. Uh, very smooth. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but there's no bite to it. It's not heavy, heavy stout. Like I feel like I can't take a gulp. Like I got to take it sips at a time. Um, so very smooth, chocolatey, almost like drinking a melted down, very liquefied chocolate is, is yeah. the way I would describe it. And I think it's delicious. I am not a stout person at all. I can have one every once in a while. I don't hate them. They're just not my choice. I'm not going to spend money on a stout if there's a whole beer list and there's, you know, all kinds of other options. So <clears throat> delicious, smooth. Uh, love the um, ABV you get in it with how smooth it is. You know, most of the time you're drinking those higher ABVs. This is, this was. 11.6 right 11.6 to start out with and it doesn't feel like something that's gonna knock you on your ass you know obviously if you're out pounding stouts to get drunk you got bigger problems <laughs> you're also probably 400 pounds right. because when i drink a stout i get super full like it's almost like when you eat a piece of chocolate pie you know, like right yeah. after that, it just hits the bottom of your stomach, and yeah. you're like, "Yeah," <laughs> and that's what stouts like this do to me. Right, but I can definitely drink this, and then go smash as many natties I, as oh, I want yeah. and feel fine. Yeah. Right, you know, so, and that's what we're going to do today. Exactly, <laughs> I mean, that's the plan. So, um, that's that's where I'm at. What about you, bud? I 100% agree with you. I get that that dark chocolate taste um i don't know if this is even accurate but like it, it, it's like a smoky i don't know it's just yeah a, a rich smoky vibe um it kind of reminds me of kentucky bourbon ale which i i love um i'm not a stout man myself but i can definitely sip on this and and enjoy it with a, a good canadian breakfast yeah oh sure. it's great and Got to get some Canadian bacon. Right. That, that would right? have been great to add with this. <laughs> and luckily, I know winter is not like ending, but kind of just beginning. It feels like it's been going for a while, even though it's 60 today. Yeah, it's 60 but degrees out. Before long here, because I'm noticing what I'm delivering at work is kind of getting away from these thicker beers. So we're going to be out of the stout range here pretty soon we're going right. to be back to trying our different ipas double ipas red getting ales some, we need to get into some i mean we did a lot of ipas we should get into some some ales some german ales yeah some, i want to get into yeah, some kolsch's kolsch's this 2022 yeah. i love kolsch take a trip to perfect pour figure out yep. what we can get there yep um we got well we got some stuff coming it'll we be, should talk to perfect time. pour about Maybe getting a sponsorship on the pod here. I know. I would love to. I would love to talk to them, have them on, yeah. and have a sponsor. I think that would I be mean, great. Shoot, they could give us a dollar, and I'd sponsor them. I That's don't care. the thing. Yeah, let us let us come pick out beers to try. Yeah, like we don't need a monetary one. Just let us come pick out four beers. Or whatever, so that's free advertisement. That's, that's what, dope. So, that's yeah, what a little I mean. free advertisement to let you guys in on what we're talking about right. right now. There's a place in Dublin called Perfect Poor Beverage Company, and you can go in there. And these guys are great. the the 
from what I have experienced going in, there's two guys that own it or run it. And when you go in there, it's an experience. You go in, they're letting you know where, where certain beers are located, what's there. You can do build your own six packs with different beers from all over the country, all over the state, whatever you want to do. And that's awesome. And there's a bar in back that you can get drinks there and pay for them on your way out. Yeah. So, perfect pour is awesome so i'll definitely tag them yeah we need uh, to reach out to them for sure that's a fact um what about the bottle on it's it's plain i it's got a horse on it i mean i haven't seen it yet look at my horse it's got a horse horse on it it's pretty plain it's not deterring me and it's not attracting me you know um so is it is the beer called cbs it's called cbs canadian breakfast stout um it's not like I said, deterring or attracting like it. me. It's not anything amazing, but it's Kinda not Christmas stu- colors. Yeah, it's not stupid. Also, it's yeah. it's like a, a Budweiser Clydesdale, and it's got yeah. a good red outline, like a Christmas red. I t- I took a picture. It will be posted on Twitter and probably yeah. on Instagram as well. Um, but like I said at the beginning, I don't think it's in production any longer. Well, because I looked on their website, and normally it would post like a seasonal beer or a special beer. And from what I can see, it's no longer produced. And like I said, this has been aging in my fridge for two to three years. So, Oh, it's a good-looking bottle. It's good. Well, we um, need to just savor it. Yeah, exactly. This is one we may never be able to have again, boys. So All right. let's talk about our rating yeah. here before we move on to the next uh, segment. Sean, why don't you... Uh, I almost forgot about it. I Jeez, know. Sorry. At your one to ten Buckeye leaves, what are you thinking here? I will give this one seven Buckeye Leaves. Very high for a stout for me, but it's delicious. I if the beer is good, I'm not I'm not rating a beer on like how many I can drink or anything. It's about the one beer and how good is it. And I think this one's really good. So seven Buckeye Leaves. That's the poundability segment when you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know how that, many but I'm saying have. like some people will rate a beer on how many how much they want to drink it i should say but this is a good beer one good beer i may not have it again but it's really good and i'll give it a seven based off this experience well you won't have it again because it's no longer produced (laughs) this is a one-time never say never bud (laughs) well that's true you never know when we get sponsored by founders someday and they have they might have a batch stock of cbs and it's going to be 10 years years old and we're going to be 17 percent all the bottles just blew up in the back yeah (laughs) look it off the ground caleb and sean okay (laughs) look what do you think dude man i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a 9.25 buckeye leaves wow and a lot a lot of that is due to just the experience i can't get it again right tastes really damn good yeah it's super good and uh yeah Nine point two five. That's a high. That's, that's a high. That's high. Rating, that's man. high. I'm giving it an eight point nine nine. Sheesh. That's oh. a high. I love this beer. It is practically perfection. I mean, it's the only reason I don't, you know, love it is because I get a little bit of bitterness at the end, which I didn't really? kind of talk about before. At the Ooh. end. I get a little bit, and I don't like that. I want it, the first initial taste I get. Maybe the top was a little skunked or something, because <laughs> I haven't gotten yeah, I, I want to get the initial, you know, taste. I want that to stay throughout. Not that, that'd probably be like the most perfect beer of all time. And I, I don't necessarily get that. I get a little bit of bitterness at the end, and that kind of throws me off. So that's why I'm going 8.9. But like I said, I love coffee. 
and I get that flavor more than this is like an alcoholic coffee basically, and right? I think it tastes amazing. Mm. So eight point nine for me. Wow. Uh, eight point nine nine. Actually, I went off Roby with the two <laughs> decimals. Yeah, there. I got you in there. Yeah. Eight point nine nine. One so, of the better. As we wrap it up, one of the better beers we've actually rated on here from everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So nice job, founders. Um, we'll definitely give them a shout out when we post the picture and everything. Uh, but moving on, we got our food segment next. So this week we went to Talita's Burritos and Coney's. This was kind of a last minute uh thing so yeah we, we yeah. so originally we were supposed to go to smash brothers sliders which is a brand new place that's coming up which we plan to go to um it's in the ohio tap room they have a pop-up uh, in grandview yeah yeah uh they posted on december 18th that they actually sold out of all their stuff so they weren't going to be open for the rest of the year but they would reopen at the start of the year. So th- we're going to do that one coming up here soon. The pictures online for those sliders and the it's sliders and tots. Dude, that sounds like my kind of food right there. It's probably out of the world. Unreal and cannot wait to go there. So that was originally supposed to be the food segment. Um, but we have uh, Toledas, like Sean said. Uh, Luke, have you ever been to Toledas? I have not, no. Okay. So what this will maybe want you you're, you'll you want to go there maybe you won't want to go there after you hear depending this. on so your guys's reviews that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so toledas call it toledas toledas they have burritos and conies uh location they do the location we went to was on hayden run road in hilliard ohio uh 6542 right there by the giant eagle uh so but they do have two locations so there's one in uh, on dublin road I believe. Yes, on Dublin Road. There's actually yeah. there's actually three from what I saw. There's apparently one in like Pataskala as oh, well. Okay. So. Well, what they offer is Tex-Mex and Coney's. So you can get your burritos, enchiladas, tacos, and Coney dogs. So interesting combination there. Kind of an extremely weird combination, to be honest. When, when we walked, because I didn't look that in-depth in it. My mom and dad got me that gift card, which made us want to go there. I thought it was literally just Mexican food. Right. I didn't know that the Coney's were a thing until you texted me and you were like, wonder if the Coney's are any good. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. So Toledo's mission is to create a casual atmosphere with great food, good conversa- conversation, and excellent service. They want each of their guests to truly enjoy coming to eat and leave anxious to return. All of Toledo's original sauces and dressings are made in their kitchen, and they are available to take home. So you can buy them or order them online and go and pick them up. Um, as far as the food selection, Tex-Mex and uh, Coney's, right? So burritos, chips, guac, queso, Coney's, um, and pretty much anything you can throw on a hot dog, right? So... My favorite thing on the menu that I saw was loose beef. Yeah, the loose beef sandwich. I, I'm going to be honest. it has got some dirty jokes behind it, I'm sure. I'm going to be honest. That did not sound appetizing. No, a lo- no, no one, no man for sure ever wants to hear about loose beef. So if you get, if you're getting loose beef, it's a bad day as a guy. Um, <laughs> I got. <laughs> Caleb cracking up. So 
<laughs> I just can't believe that they would actually put that on the menu. They had to know that loose someone beef. would make a joke about that. There's the loose no beef way. Sandwich. It was literally called a loose beef sa- sandwich, Luke. There's, I mean, if you see that on the menu, they knew exactly they what they were doing. It, they had to, right? There's no the way they did. Well, it was as far as alcohol selection. So, quick note: the one that we went to was actually attached to Don, Don Eric's pub. Donericks. Donericks pub. Um, so Donericks pub has a window that you can go up and order from uh, Talitas and get stuff. But they also have a window next door to another place called Flyers Pizza. Right. So you can be mm. in the bar. Because the bar doesn't have food actually itself, but then you can go to Toledo's or Flyers right. and get food. To That's eat legit. In the bar, yeah. Pretty so, sweet. as far as alcohol selection, though, there's none at Toledo's, right? So you you go into Donericks, Donericks, <coughs> Donericks, Don Eric's, Don Donericks, whatever it is. We're not <laughs> reviewing them. Um, and get your alcohol and get your food from Toledo's. So speed of service. It's kind of like a fast casual type atmosphere. So you go in, order at the counter, order whatever you need. And then if you're eating in or dining in, they'll bring it out to you. Um, so s- speed of service, you're probably looking 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how busy the location is. For price expectations, um, if you're not eating and reviewing for a podcast and just being a fat piece of crap, like, I was. We, yeah. We literally ordered almost one of everything on the menu <laughs> because we were like, we have to, we're reviewing well, Yeah, you we have, have to. to try it. Yeah. So I got a fully, like a full burrito smothered in enchilada sauce and two slaw dogs. And then you got, I got you two conies, a slaw dog, and Emma got a burrito, and Charlotte got their version of a quesadilla, which is called like flour tortilla nachos. Right. Which they basically cut a quesadilla up. So each, like they triangled it to be like nachos with filled with cheese, mm. yeah. which was kind of cool. And then I got a basket of fries because I was like, I yeah. want to try the fries. Too. <laughs> so if you're not being fat, I, it's pretty reasonable, honestly, 20 bucks for a couple. Yeah. Probably. If you went for a normal meal where you're right. each getting one thing. And maybe a basket of fries or chips and queso or whatever, 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I remember yeah. ordering and thinking, because mine came out like with a tip, it was around 40. And I was like, okay, that's a little expensive. But then, sir, like the food came out and the portions were. They're huge. huge. Yeah. Pretty the big. The burrito yeah. is bigger than like. Chipotle habanero, like it's probably two Chipotle burritos right. put together. See, that would be my go-to. Yeah. I'd go so sure. when I tell you I ate a whole burrito and two slaw dogs, their conies were also stacked. Huge. Like, I mean, there was so much meat and cheese on it. I mean, and the hot, I mean, the hot dog was like, you know, normal size, but they put so much topping on it. Yeah. It was just like fall every bite. It was just falling off. Yeah. All kinds <laughs> of slaw, and I like to consider myself a slaw in a sewer so i eat a lot of coleslaw <laughs> it's one of my favorite side dishes ever 
and it's pretty good. So they smothered the slaw on their slaw dog. Slawnosaurus. Slawnosaurus. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Going into 2022 as a slawnosaur. Ask Miss Whitney. I am a slawnosaur. Me and her brother's uh, girlfriend, we just bond over how much we like coleslaw. Hey, I love so. coleslaw too, but I don't know if I'm up to your level. Dude, to be mayo honest. slaw, <laughs> vinegar slaw, give me it all. I'm a slaw. Give me some Carolina slaw. That's my favorite. I'm about to just start a new Instagram page called Slaw in a Sewer and take pictures of <laughs> coleslaw. Kind of like remember that lobster bisque, right? Uh, you just gotta find your niche, yeah, and get in there. Yeah, slaw, slaw in a sewer. How about it? Get it started. Trademark. Make it part of Columbus and Cut. We just talk right. about different slaws. Yeah. Every time. That's a new segment. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go too long on Toledo's. We pretty much covered it all, um, and we've talked about a lot already, so I, I want to cut down on time a little bit. But I will say, great place, great food. I loved it all. Uh, was a little nervous going in because it's just a little place in a shopping center. Um, but we went in, and the food was great. So overall, great experience. Don't judge the book by the cover because it may not look the best when you go in there as far as the one in Hayden Run that we went to um, pretty basic, but the food, even the wife, Whitney was like, I don't know about this place walking in. And then she loved it too. So it was great food. Yeah. I will say one last thing to add. It was good. I have no complaints. It was fine. I took a bite of Emma's burrito. It was just a little bit bland. Like there wasn't a bunch of, you know, when you eat a Chipotle, you get like kind of hard cilantro or like, it's like Baskin yeah. Robbins in there. Yeah, it was just well, kind of a little I... bit bland. But the the coney and the slaw dog, good flavor. So mm. and the and the fries were actually great too. So I, I'm not saying it was bad. It wasn't just like exploding with flavor. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the best burrito I've ever had. Well, it was just like average. It's also but like it I good. told Whitney yeah. too because she had one. It was just chicken. They they don't put like sour cream and stuff in their burrito. Yeah, it's just rice, cheese, right. and the meat. So literally, that's. I it. would oh, definitely wow. recommend if you want more than that. You might ask, have to for, ask it for it or get yeah. something extra. Mm-hmm. But yep. their their burritos at the base level are pretty bland. But like I said, mine had was smothered in enchilada sauce. Right. Yeah. So. You might and that I didn't actually think about that. You might actually have to ask if you want to get tomatoes, peppers, or other sauces like inside of it which might change the game but literally emma's burrito was rice cheese chicken right nothing else so well you want to let everyone know well i do want to say something real quick not about uh toledas but about our food segment moving forward so in the past in the past season season one we did our foodie card deck right well we're in 2022 now so i do have a 2022 foodie card deck but from our experiences and from the first 10 episodes that we recorded, uh, Caleb and I do want to branch out, and there's certain places we hear about or people tell us about that we want to go to. So every week may not be a foodie card deck location moving forward. We still will use the foodie card deck, but we'll take listener suggestions. We'll take uh, people or different places we want to go to, and, and we'll go to different places. So, as we start a new season, season two, every week will not be a foodie card deck location. We will still use them, but by all means, this is your chance to join the Discord. Get in there. It's on our Linktree page. Get in there. Give us some suggestions because we love to try new places, 
and uh, just wanted to put that out there. We're not sticking to the foodie card deck moving forward. I think we pretty much agreed to that. We liked it, um, but there's also places we heard about, and we didn't want to tie our hands to, to only doing the deck. So. Yeah, even, even shout us out on Twitter, or we should probably make an Instagram post saying, like, hey, 2022 is just getting here. Where do you want to send, send your us place. your recommendations? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we'll put both of those out. And like I said, on Twitter, feel free to mention us on there. Um, but we're really excited because next week we are bringing on a guest, uh, actually another uh, fellow podcaster, podcasters, I should say. Uh, it's called the Meat Bucket Podcast uh, with Nick and Jake. Uh, they're good friends of ours. Um we're really excited to have them on. Um, last time, I we were actually planning on having them on as our end of 2021 uh, segment, like or or episode, uh, but it didn't work out with people getting sick and just a whole different slew of things. So now that we're through the holiday season and everything, we're going to have them on uh, this coming Friday. Uh, so we're really excited about that. We're kind of going to do a collab episode. Uh, we're going to ask each other different questions. Uh, we're not actually going to eat at a place. Uh, <clears throat> the Meat Bucket Podcast, uh, they are basically connoisseurs in like all kinds of meats. Uh, they go to this place called The Butcher and the Grocer. Uh, they are planning on bringing some different meats over to our house, and or over to my house, I should say. And uh, we're going to grill them up, cook them up, uh, whatever Nick and Jake want to do. We're going to eat that, and we're going to talk about that for our food segment next week. We're still going to do our beer segment and uh, have some other, you know, back and forth uh, banter and stuff. But really looking forward to having them on. And uh, I'll tell you what, I am stoked for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for it. Uh, so look out for that one and uh don't forget to follow us on social media uh like we stated before columbus underscore uncut on twitter columbus underscore uncut on instagram uh find our discord page and we'd love to have people get our merch on our teespring uh like we said before it goes to you know buying new equipment and helping us be able to do cool stuff so uh would love to have uh you guys get a hold of that kind of stuff. Uh, we, Sean and I, uh, have some stuff. Luke's getting his stuff shipped to him uh, as we speak. So once we get it all, we'll, which will probably be next week, to be honest, we'll make sure to uh, take a pic with all of our gear on. That way, uh, y'all can see it online. And there is a pint glass on there. Yes, a Columbus which Uncut pint glass. after this week, because this week we used. Uh, these snifter glasses for our beer that we had but starting next week when we go back to some regular beers we're going to use our columbus uncut glasses to uh to drink out of so shout out sean for picking up some uh columbus uncut glasses for us so uh that's what we got coming up really excited for that uh we're going to do a quick uh sports segment here before we uh get into our new year's resolutions and cap the first episode of 2022 off so sean you want to uh, run us through a little bit of the sports yeah. segment discussion here yeah so uh we're recording here on saturday afternoon so this evening we have the rose bowl and ohio state is playing utah um 
as far as I'm concerned, this is the first game of the 2022 season. Uh, we are shorthanded. We lost four players, I believe, to basically opt-outs. So Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Haskell Garrett, and Nicholas Petit-Freer uh, opted out uh, of the bowl game. So um, should be a good game, but we're, we're shorthanded. So the what's exciting is the nucleus of players that are going to play today will be the nucleus of players that are starting versus Notre, Notre Dame that first game of next year. So look at this as the pre-spring game. Um, don't take too much out of it. Honestly, me and Caleb had, have had the discussion. I I think there's probably a good possibility that this Buckeye team loses. Um, we th- This Utah team is a very physical team. They're a run-heavy run team. Tavion Thompson, their running back, is a very good running back. Um, and actually he, I think, I think he played at Cincinnati and then transferred, but for those who aren't really too deep into knowing about the Buckeyes or, or what our roster's looking like right now, I mean, we are razor thin at the linebacker position and we weren't, we weren't good at the linebacker position this year, but we have brought a tight end over that, a, a, guy that played tight end all year you mean running back no tight end Cade Stover is starting at linebacker today this game are you kidding I am not kidding I did not even know that yes that's so we have two players starting at linebacker today that last year this time we're playing different positions so steel chambers steel chambers Stover, and Cade Stover and then who's our other one is it Uh, gonna be Mitchell where's Eichenberg Eichenberg will be a backup what? Cody Simon is hurt. <laughs> I, yeah. I knew about Cody Simon, but Cade Stover coming from tight end, I don't I didn't even know that. Right. So I when you said that, I'm like, are are you sure you I'm I, positive. I know, Cade Sto- I know, I you know Cade it. Stover started versus Michigan, right? At linebacker? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where so what planet was here? Here we are, Ohio State, twenty twenty two. And we have we can't get linebackers. So. I, yeah, what we originally thought was linebacker university. You're talking about right. AJ Hawk, Bar- Bobby Carpenter, mm-hmm. Anthony Schlegel, James Laurinaitis, Marcus Freeman. I mean, you're talking about some yeah. of the greatest linebackers. I mean, some of the. I mean, look at a- how long AJ and James Laurinaitis played in the NFL. Right. I mean, so so I will say to Buckeye fans, and I was right when I talked about the Michigan game. And I'll, I may be right today. I don't know. Take this game with a grain of salt. It's, like I said, we're thin at linebacker. These guys haven't played a lot. We're going to get some guys through the transfer portal. It's Ohio State. Guys are going to want to come here. We've already yeah. gotten two. Yeah, um, I was going to say, what about uh, Paleote or whatever? He's, uh, not gonna, he's yeah. a backup today, too? He's or? a backup. Uh, he he may he may play. He's the, His style of play fits more against this Utah defense than against the other defenses we, we played because he's more of a traditional middle linebacker, a little slower, more power guy. So he, he may see some more time today. It'll um, be interesting seeing what Jim Knowles can do with yeah. a guy Which, like him. I mean, yeah. Oklahoma State's coming back right now versus Notre Dame. So hopefully, hopefully Jim Knowles can turn it around. Hopefully we can get some linebackers this year. But also – 
you know, as I close it out, and I'll let you guys say what you think about the game, but we we don't have Haskell Garrett in the middle of the defensive line either. So we're going against a run-heavy team, a power team, absolutely diminished at linebacker, and our defensive line hasn't been great all year, and we're even more diminished. So, I mean, as a Buckeye fan, just stay to the program. It feels like the program's falling apart right now because we've had, like, eight dudes transfer out this offseason. Um, I will say it feels that way, but it's not that way. Just got to understand with the new the new NIL stuff and the way the transfer portal works, the one-time transfer rule now, it's just going to be that way at top programs. So we'll lose guys, but we'll get guys. So at the end of the day, I, if I was going to pick a score, I think maybe 28-21 Buckeyes. But I'm telling you right now, I won't be surprised if we lose. So – that's yeah. my Rose Bowl. I mean, sure. I've got a 35-21 prediction of score for this game, uh, Buckeyes. But I can totally understand where you're coming from now that I understand what we have going on at linebacker because I did not know that Cade Stover was going to be starting. Um, but I'm not worried about our defensive line without Haskell Garrett. We still have Tyleek Williams. Guy's an absolute stud. Uh so I'm not worried on the defensive line. But linebacker-wise, I am worried because, like you said, Utah's a run-heavy team, and it takes impressive linebackers to stop the run, and I don't think we have that. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they got a swift kick in the ass in these last two and a half weeks or so, and maybe they're a different squad. So We had to listen to Michigan fan. I told my buddy this today. I have heard more shit from Michigan fans this past month than I gave the past 10 years combined. Combined. They've talked so much shit. Even the Michigan players and coaches are talking so much shit. And then just they from get walloped one game. They got Great. destroyed last night, which you got the game. You got <laughs> one game. Enjoy it for a year. Yep. But I'm telling you that they're getting a little high on their horse for just one. So We all knew that outcome was going to happen. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Moving on, so other quick note I had for the, the sports segment is, where the hell is Buckeye basketball, man? The last game they played was December 16th. No, December 11th. 11th. Yeah. 11th, yeah. It's been far too long. They were peaking, and now I'm just worried because I know how Ohio State basketball is. Now we're entering Big Ten play, and we haven't played in three weeks. Yep. And we always get smacked once we hit Big Ten play. We do uh, have a game slated for next week. Tomorrow. Yeah, we had a game this week versus there's, New there's Orleans. There's one tomorrow. That yeah. was on Thursday, but there's one tomorrow against somebody, and they're actually planning on playing it's Big it. Ten. Yeah. yeah, it's a Big Ten game. We're starting the Big Ten season this week. So yep. we, we had a game slate. We've had at least three or four games uh, canceled. Let's hope we get the season back on track. Um, and then to close out the – informal part of the sports segment we got fantasy championship playoff week so are you in any championship i am in uh one championship my other league i'm in the semis there's still another week to be played after that it's a everybody makes the tournament in the other one but you get seated according to your record so like week one i had a bye and then week two i we just played i won so i'm in the semis against another guy and my other league I'm in three or I'm in four one three out of the four I made the playoffs 
the third one I lost in the first round. My team scored like 35 points. It was a disgrace. Other league, I finished, I think, last place in the whole league. Uh, I'm in the championship in one league this week. Chance at 500 bucks. Pretty excited about potentially getting my hands on that. And in the other league, like I said, semis. If I win that, uh, that league, though, we have a WWE belt that has oh, nice. names inscribed on it. So it will come to the house if I... So in that one, so <laughs> on the one you got that, that championship this week, who's your bell cow bell cow player? Who's the one who carried right? Honestly, I will say what, and I'm sh- my buddies actually listen to this podcast, so they'll they'll understand this. But uh, about three four weeks before the end of the season, I traded Terry McLaurin for James Connor, which. The weeks leading up to him getting hurt, he was phenomenal. James Conner was, so that helped me a ton. And uh, the other trade I made, I traded Melvin Gordon for Jalen Waddell. And the week after I traded him, Jalen Waddell became the best thing the Dolphins have had. And he's getting like 10 10 to 15 targets a game, catching nine balls, like over 100 yards. It's been ridiculous. Yeah. Those two players literally willed me yeah. into my I got and I was the sixth spot in the playoffs out of eight and I'm in the championship facing the four seed. So, so you're in the same boat I am then because I'm in the championship as well. And I also have James Conner. Any money on the line? That you a could lot win? of money on the line. Yeah. yeah. Twenty bucks a player, so I think it comes out to around four hundred. Hell yeah. Um but James Conner's questionable going into this week. So last I know, week I saw that you were last week you were over here because James Conner went out last minute, right? I picked up I Ronald picked Jones up, the second and you got. I picked yeah. up Sonny Michelle and Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson, yeah. but Justin Jackson's not starting this week. And oh, Eckler's back. Yeah, Eckler's back. Okay. So I'm worried because I don't know what the heck is going on with James Conner because he's currently questionable. Uh, And I'm sure if he comes back, he's going to be on, like, a pitch count. So I'm also in the championship. My uh, bell cow was definitely Tariq Hill. Yeah. Um, He was my keeper for the league. So carried me through the season. But uh, excited, excited to see. And we're also also in a bowl pick Right. And we are fighting for last place. <laughs> yeah. So Sean and I are in a battle of Caleb the just dudes. informed me that <laughs> so in our bowl pick 'em, we did a bowl pick 'em with a bunch of people, a bunch of Caleb's friends, and the top two get a prize and the last person gets their money back. And me and Caleb are in a battle We're for literally last fighting right now. For it. <laughs> I'm That's if true. I lose all five games today, which is looking pretty good because I just saw over there on that TV that Arkansas beat Penn State, and I picked Penn State, I believe. Uh, if I go 0-5, I would retake last place from Sean. Retake the lead of last. Exactly. <laughs> I And at one point, I was in third place in the whole thing, and I was like, okay, I want to actually win. It's 150 bucks if you win. Heck yeah. Like, can't beat that, but then if you don't get first or second, last is because you just want to get your money back that's pretty much it i mean but so it'll be interesting because basically today is the last slate of games and then you got lsu plays somebody on tuesday and then the national championship after that yeah so it's down to the last seven games basically so 
Did you have any fantasy people, Luke? That you are you in any championships or anything? I I do suck. I'm actually I'm in I'm in the playoffs surprisingly though right now. Tariq Hill's. So you uh, got two weeks left in your fantasy. I do. Okay, I do. Tariq Hill's been killing it for me, but my quarterback situation. I had Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah. He's out, and then I had Baker, and then I. I got rid of him when he had COVID, yeah. and so I picked up uh, Tua. So hey, hopefully, he's been going off lately. hopefully he he's projected fifteen point two points. Yeah. So hopefully, he gives yeah, him that. hopefully that happens. Yeah, he's been a stud lately. So. I need Damian Harris to perform though for me to even remotely win. They've been playing freaking uh, what's his bucket, um, Ramad Stevenson, more than Damian Harris mm. lately. I don't know if it just depends on the team they're playing or what. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, we have a special segment here uh, to close out our sports segment. So uh, the Browns, I mean, I'm not a Browns fan, but I watch the Browns, and I root for them, but I also kind of take joy in their agony just because it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But um, what we're going to do this week is I put together – some basically trade packages for anyone that watched the Browns game on Christmas. I believe it was Christmas day. You know that Baker Mayfield (laughs) was just absolute garbage, absolute garbage dude threw four picks, including the one at the end of the game, which obviously, I mean, it, it was definitely a holding or a pass interference, but if you take that pick away, there was two more opportunities <laughs> that the other team had to pick the ball off where it was right in their chest and they just dropped it. Yeah. So, honestly, he could have ended the day with five or six interceptions if if the defense would have caught the freaking ball when it was thrown right at their face. So what I did is I put together five basically scenarios where Caleb, as a Browns fan, is going to have to – choose what quarterback he would take in replacement of Baker. Um, But he's going to have to give some things up too in order to get those players. So the way it works is there's five tiers. So the the way it works is tier A, you got to pick a quarterback that you get to choose out of the three quarterbacks I listed. Okay. Okay. So tier A, you have the choice of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or Patrick Mahomes. Where's uh where's Colin Kaepernick? He is kneeling down at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the paper. Um, <laughs> at the bottom of the paper. <laughs> so, but for a tier A quarterback, for one of those three, which those are probably the three most proven quarterbacks in the league right now, uh, you have to get rid of Chubb, Landry, Betonio, and a first-round pick. So you're automatically losing all of that. So who, if you're losing all that, who's the quarterback Caleb's you're picking in right that now. scenario? Uh, Case Keenum. <laughs> right? I, I'm, not, I'm sorry, but I'm not losing Chubb, and I'm not breaking up the offensive line. So well, I there's can't. not, there's not a that that's not a th- option though. I'm saying you're losing those four. Who's the quarterback? Oh, I'm getting. losing them regardless. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought this was like a do I want that tier A trade? And I'm no, saying, we're gonna okay. go each tier is its own. Choice. Got it. Okay, I want Aaron Rodgers. Tom uh-huh. Brady. Yes, he's great, but Aaron Rodgers probably has like five years. Brady's got like three. 
I'd rather win for five years than yeah. yeah. And Patty Mahomes, I mean, you saw him at the beginning of the season. He was garbage, and who knows? He could. I mean, he's gotten They've way better now. I know he they needs turned to it ditch around. his uh, brother and his wife to become great. <laughs> oh, if That's another I have subject. To see though. one more TikTok of Jackson Mahomes, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. I can't take That's it. That's why I don't. So have I'm going Aaron Rodgers in that right. scenario. Aaron Rodgers for Tire between the three who have Super Bowls up there, right? So Tier B. So you get to choose between keeping either Chubb. Uh, Landry or Batonio, but you have to get rid of the other two. Okay. Right? Okay. And you get to pick between Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, or Josh, Josh Allen. And just so you know, I base this off of QBR. And Justin Herbert is having a really good year. I know we're yeah, on the no, East Coast I, and we I don't like see Justin much Herbert of that, a lot. Yeah. But he's he's doing really good. So in that scenario, who are you keeping and who's the quarterback that you're gonna pick? I'm keeping Nick Chubb every time. Okay. Um now here's the dilemma I'm kinda running into. If I pick Justin Herbert, I'm getting I'm probably gonna get wins for quite some time. Because he's young. You know what I mean? A lot of these other dudes have been in the league for just a little bit. Kyler's, what, two or three years, so not very long. So if I want longevity, I'm taking Justin Herbert. If I want to win immediately, I'm probably taking Josh Allen. Josh. Yeah. Well, I mean, Josh Allen's what? Was he the same class as Kyler or Justin uh, Herbert? Uh, he's, he's, the same, he's the same as Dak. So he's pretty young, yeah. right? He's I mean, younger, but so yeah, we still, but not as much time as Herbert. Here. Herbert's, I don't even know if Herbert's twenty-one. Right. Well, Herbert's only been in the league two years. Last right. year was his rookie season. Right. So I thought Josh Allen was an interesting one in this tier because yeah. people like Josh Allen's doing a lot. He didn't have Stephon and Diggs he his runs first year, a and lot. He did pretty well. Yeah. So, um, but you're gonna go with uh, Herbert on that one, or I'm going Herbert for longevity. I'm going Josh Allen for immediate Super Bowl. Okay, and just for the casual fans who don't know, Joel Batonio is a guard um, right now, He's currently playing left tackle though right. for the last two weeks because Jedrick Wills was out. But I will say, for those casual fans that don't know much about football, a good lineman is just as good as a good receiver. Yep. I'm telling you because I'm a Broncos fan and our linemen suck right now, and I have great receivers, and we can't even throw to them. So moving into Tier C. So you get to choose to keep two of these players, Chubb, Landry, and Batonio, in order to get one of these players. And this one's interesting because it's basically drafting one of the quarterbacks out of the past two drafts. So it's basically a redraft out of the past two years. And it's what... I mean, you got to think of the teams that these quarterbacks are working with, such as Justin Fields. He's a good quarterback. We know he is, but he's working under the naggy system. Do you take a chance and get him and keep two of these players, or do you go with someone who's more proven, such as a Joe Burrow, uh, or Mac Jones, or a Jalen Hurts? So what are you looking at here? I'm keeping Chubb and Batonia. Okay. I do love Landry, don't get me wrong, but – like I said, Chubb not getting rid of, dude, might be the best back in the league. 
behind Derrick Henry. I mean, he's it's, on your wall. I know. It's the so. two of them, literally. Uh, and Landry is a great wide receiver, but like I said before, I don't want to break up the offensive line if I don't have to. They're great right now. Uh, so I'm taking Chubb and Batonio, and I'm taking Joe Burrow as my quarterback, and I'm taking Ooh. Joey B because Good season choice. one – Great season. He just got hurt. That is unfortunate. I know they went four and ten while he was the quarterback, but like it's just unfortunate. He was learning, right? growing. Uh, exactly. But yeah. he played Potential great there. this year. He's uh, the step up is just unbelievable. He threw for five hundred twenty-five yards. He's in what his since last he needed. Game. Yeah, and I think he's going to be a great quarterback for a long time to come. You know, like he's going to be great. So I would love to have him with. Chubb and Batonio. Plus, he's just an Ohio guy. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would understand play hard how regardless. Baker's mentality fits the Cleveland mentality, but Joey B is an Ohio guy. Right. Like, get him up here. Yeah. Get I agree. Freaking Cincinnati's basically Kentucky. Right. So. <laughs> Don't need that. All right. Tier D. <laughs> and I was originally, when I was making this, going to call this like the old hats tier because I had like Ben Roethlisberger in there, but the dude basically has to have a walker to come out of the tunnel. So I decided to make it a little more interesting. And these are quarterbacks that basically they can win you a game or they can manage a game. And they're not bad, but they're not spectacular. Obviously, they're not Tier A or Tier B or Tier C. So you get to keep all three. You get to keep Chubb, Batonio, and Landry. But you have to choose between Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater or Jimmy Garoppolo? Who are you going with? Matt Stafford. He's Matt the best pa- best passer out of all five all five of those players. Yeah, and I feel like that's what our team actually needs is a prolific passer. Accuracy. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Baker can make all the throws, but like one out of four are going right. to hit the dude in the hands. Other the other three are going to be above their head where they have to jump super high, probably miss it down in the dirt or behind them. Right. He, I, I never see him lead the receivers and it's probably the most frustrating thing about being a Browns fan. Uh, so that's my, I'm picking Matt Stafford. He is such an accurate passer. Right. Would love to have him on the squad. I agree. Honestly, I think he's a standout there. The only one I'd keep an eye on is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. And he has weapons. He's, he's done well. But as a Broncos fan, Teddy B is not the answer. He sucks. Derek Carr looks like he wears eyeliner. He does wear eyeliner. Ryan Tannehill basically just hands the ball off to Derek Henry. Yep. So, all right, bonus question now. You get to keep Baker. You have to keep Baker. But Chubb, Landry, and Batonio are gone. You have to pick three Browns players from the history of the Browns to replace those three. To go with Baker. So a running back, a wide receiver, and a lineman? Yep. My lineman is Joe Thomas. Easy. I, I knew mean, that's who it was going to be. An There's absolute no absolute no-brainer. There's no uh, other answer. Running back, I'm taking Jim Brown. Okay. Uh, that's also a no-brainer, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, it should be. Now, receiver's tough because... I know. The, man. Uh, man, I mean, I'm. there's been so many actually good... I'll tell you who it's not. It's not Braylon Edwards. He was absolute garbage, and so was Dwayne Bowe. Even though Norwood. No, I think I would take uh, Josh Gordon. In a good, I guess. In, in a, a in a in a normal season. Yeah. Then I also think about 
Muhammad Massaqua. Yeah. He was pretty good. And then if we can, like, he's a wide receiver, but also Rutgers, can do right? a lot more. Josh Cribs. That's what I was thinking. Maybe you pick he up could Cribs do it for all. a special man teams Cribs. play. If, yeah. if Josh Cribs fit in the Atlanta Falcons offense right now with what Cordero Patterson does, can you imagine the games that Josh Cribs, like if they had that, if the Browns used that style of offense with Josh Cribs, been ridiculous. But I, I mean, if yeah. only Braylon Edwards could catch the ball. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah. He was like a. He was like a top five pick. That's the thing. They just no weapons. It w- you try and pick out a weapon at wide receiver in the history of the Browns. Yeah, and it's hard. I'm that's why I'm going Josh Gordon, Jim Brown, Joe Thomas. Okay, I like it. If Jim Brown ran behind the offensive line that we have right now, he'd be yeah. three thousand yards. Yeah. yeah, with ease. So at the end of the day, Bra- Baker sucks. <laughs> I've tried convincing yeah. you that you guys need a quarterback to win. Um, and Baker ain't it. Do you have any closing thoughts on the Browns? Good riddance, bud. Here we Good go, Brownies. Here yep. we go. All right. Oof, oof. Well, it's a new year, so we got New Year's resolutions. Uh, we can run through these pretty quick. Just give a quick note on uh, each year resolutions that you have. Uh, you said you got two. It's about two, Luke. Yeah. Um, so I'm turning, well, 30 this year, and uh, – I don't know if it's a resolution, but just to get more fit, but I want to run 30 miles on my 30th birthday. So 30 for 30. And then, uh, actually it's just one. It's just that. Just give <laughs> get, it. Get, not a bad one get in shape. Jeez, I'm going for 31 beers on my 31st. <laughs> yeah, I'm also turning 30 this year and I have no goals for my 30th except for crushed cold ones. There you That's go. about it. Hey. Yeah. What's your other one? Um, Probably uh, actually get my pilot's license finally. I have all the requisites uh, knocked out, got all my hours. I just need to take the dang test. And uh, if I fail once, whatever, I'll take it again and, and just get those wings. That's my that's my New Year's resolution. We can fly to different places to record the podcast. Dude, I'm though. telling you what. We can fly up to Putin Bay. We can fly Sheesh. fly into uh, into Cleveland. They have like a water strip. You're right over the water, and then you land. Dude, it's it's we can do we can do some we fun can, things that in the air. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, wow. love that. What you got? Well, my 2022 goals. I've got uh, five of them written down. Uh, the first one is smoke more, and by smoke more, I mean smoke more meat. Uh, I'm gonna be getting a new offset smoker this year so gonna be actually smoking the old-fashioned way with you know lighting the fire you got the charcoals and you have to watch it regulate the temperature uh, I currently use electric smokers when I smoke meat um, so I'm looking to get into the old-fashioned way and smoke a lot more so I'm I'm really excited about that you invest in a Traeger my brother-in-law grills. actually has an extra offset smoker that he's going to give me. So There we go. Because I didn't want to fork my own money out when I don't know how it's going to go since I've never done it the old-fashioned way. So I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> um, I want to do more homebrew this upcoming, upcoming year as well. I did it in the past. Uh, I've brewed a couple different batches. I uh, haven't done it in about a year and a half, two years, so I want to get back into it. And I want to start with a black IPA. It's one of my favorites. Um, and then I figure if we do some homebrew, we can uh, 
You, you know, rate, right rate, on rate those on the, on the show. <laughs> yeah, we can kind of we can make it the Columbus Uncut beer. Zero point zero zero Buckeye Lees <laughs> for right. this beer. If we make a good one, we can have an official Columbus Uncut beer <laughs> and maybe hey. sell that. You know, Columbus that'd be kind of cool. Brewing Cub. That's Love right. Love it. Uh, I'd also like to read more books. I don't really read much except for Twitter and like random articles or whatever. So my goal is to read one book every three months. I feel like that's for about as fast as I go, and the amount of time I have to read a book every three months is pretty good for me. And right now I'm at zero books every year. So well, if you need any, <laughs> but I got a ton. Four would be good. I feel I like read to a ton of books. I don't want to say one book a month, you know, because that puts pressure on right. yourself. And one every three months is a good yeah. goal because I feel yeah. like I can actually get through that. It's only uh, three bucks. Th- Four books for the whole That's entire right. Four year. books, yeah. Which well, a quarter. Going from zero, right. I feel like going to four is pretty good. <laughs> Progression. Which you can probably get through the giving tree in two months right there. Right. Um, get redfish, bluefish. Oh, I mean, that's... Give that one yeah. a couple months. Yeah, maybe golden. two. Yeah. I might have some that take about four months like that. Green and then eggs I'll and have <laughs> just about, about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I really like to focus on picture books. I'm better <laughs> with those, but <laughs> I'm going to try to do word books there this time. Uh, number four, uh, I'd like to finish the tattoos on my left arm here. I'd like to get this top left half uh, completely finished up here, uh, get it all filled in and kind of get rid of all the blank space there. So that's... Uh, my number four goal for the year of 2022. Yeah, I want to get like Luke there. Get <laughs> get those arms covered up. And then uh, number five uh, would be prepare for baby number two. Mm. Get the room all set up here before June. Get my mind right. You know, I'm my daughter now is completely potty trained, eats all the regular foods, is like a person. So there's no just like talking to a regular, you know, you don't have to. I mean, you have to parent, but you don't have to do all the diaper changing and the, you know, bottle feeding and all that kind of stuff. So got to get my mind right to get back to uh, that style of parenting again and and also figure out how to be a parent to two people at one time because one is difficult. So two is going to be yeah quite the challenge. So that's uh, my 2022 resolutions for this upcoming year. What about you, Sean? What do you got? Well, I mean, kind of going along with Luke's, I also, I don't want to be, you know, the Instagram influencer, get back in shape person, but I want to try and get back on the horse because since I got out of the military, I've definitely fallen off and gotten trampled. Amen. So for the year, I'd like to run a total of 200 miles or more. Um, So that's less than four miles or less than a mile a day, you know, 365 days. So would like to do that. Um, do a total of 14,000 push-ups or more. That comes out to a little more or a little less than 40 push-ups a day. So, and 20,000 crunches uh, on the year or more, which comes out to 50 crunches a day uh, or more. Um, and I got to give myself numbers because I'm not a just w- go to work out for the enjoyment of working out or to make myself feel better. I'm a goal, very, like, like a video game. Like, I'm the person going around trying to make sure I have three stars on all the objectives I'm given and stuff like that. Yeah. So I need something that I can track and go after. So those are the numbers I'm going after. Um, I would like to buy a house this year. 
uh, been in an apartment now or renting for a while. Um, really, I mean, I owned a house for two years in Bama, but other than that, I, I knew I was going to sell it eventually. So I've basically been running since I was in college. Would like to put some roots down. Um, next one is to call my friends more and talk to my friends more. Um, I mean, aside from you guys, I got close friends in the, from college. I mean, Luke knows when us and our college boys get together, it's like we hadn't missed a day. Yeah, never and skipped a beat. I love call. I talk. I call and talk to a couple of my buddies now a lot. John uh, Risher, who listens to this podcast, has given us some beer suggestions from Cincinnati. Um, my other buddy, who just had baby a baby Brady. last week, yeah. Brady McMacken. Um, so, really, would just like to make the attempt to reach out more to friends, talk to them, get updates on their lives, make sure I'm staying in touch with the people who are true great friends mm. for the fact of being true great friends not because they want anything out of it um and also army people people you meet in the army um i've done a really bad job of keeping up with people i met in the army and had great relationships in the army just talked to a buddy last week on the phone he called me up because i texted him randomly just said hey congratulations on the new baby um called me up talked to him for a half an hour one of the best friends i had in the army great dude um so want to be able to reach out and talk to those people more, build those relationships, make sure I'm not losing them. Uh, and then want to complain less and appreciate more because I complain a lot. I do. I'll admit it. Work sucks a lot of the time. I don't get holidays off working probably 50 hours a week um, and grinding, you know, and just want to appreciate what I have. I'm here in Columbus where I wanted to be not in the army, not being told where I got to live, how long my hair has to be, that I have to shave every day. Right, you tail, know. baby. I know. Appreciate where I'm at, what I have. Uh, so definitely going to make a concerted effort to do that. And then lastly, I'd like to play 15 or more rounds of golf this year. Um, started out strong this year by, with Caleb and other friends getting out, playing some golf, um, but kind of fizzled off in the summer once it got hotter we got busy doing other things um i'm gonna be getting some golf lessons in the spring so definitely want to make sure i capitalize on that and go out and play play some rounds of golf so let's go done this let's year go. sounds like we it's all got good. some good yep. goals i am going to be buying a whiteboard and writing mine down uh to keep track of them so good right yeah good. meg cleared me for new clubs too so uh your boy's <laughs> getting getting fitted and uh All right. We will close out the episode with our goals for the podcast for 2022. So I'll start out with mine since I went last last time. Um, Something we've been really good at is having people we know, friends we know on who have interesting jobs, careers, interests, hobbies, whatever on. And I think it's been great. Something I'd like to branch out to more as we move on into the year is having people we don't know exactly no on the podcast so we have business cards maybe having business owners on local business owners local influencers podcasters um whatever it be just to learn other people's stories because we have great conversations with people we already know a lot about i can't imagine what we'd learn from people who we don't know a lot about so definitely looking forward to it i know we will to branching out more 
and of course i still want to have those people we know on we got already got a lineup of people we want to have on certain times of the year certain when we're covering certain subjects so uh i would like to collab with at least five other columbus area influencers podcasters or businesses moving forward so next week counts we got one we got one next coming yeah, up counts. next week Definitely already counts. yeah which is great so um if anyone else lets into that by all means reach out to us uh you want to come on reach out to us love to talk to anyone and promote anyone in the columbus area that's part of what this podcast is founded on to to really focus on what columbus ohio is all about and then the last thing, the last goal I have for the podcast is to reach a thousand followers on Instagram. I think that's a pretty hefty one. It's been slow moving, but I think if we reach those other two goals that I have, we're we're bound to get there because as we expand and talk to other people, we gain more followers, more listeners, yep. more of an influence. Um, <clears throat> so definitely something I would like to get to. What about you? I agree 100% with both those things. The 1,000 followers on Instagram, I'm excited about getting that because I feel like the people we know and the people that we've had on our podcast, they all have a lot of followers. And, like, we see how fast Jenny got to her 1,000 followers. And it just took, like, posting more and making sure you, like, just kind of give people what they're interested in hearing about and i feel like we know enough people we meet enough people that we don't know that we could interview that's gonna just spark more people to follow us and like get involved with listening to our podcast so i agree 100 percent with all those things um my goals for the podcast this year are uh kind of going along those lines first one is to travel to interview more guests around the state we have a completely mobile setup uh, for all the stuff that we do. So I love having people over in the basement. Don't get me wrong. It's a great place to record and like have fun or whatever. But I want to go to people's specific places or to their businesses or to the you know different establishments and interview people there. Because I feel like the guests will be more comfortable in their own place. You get a more genuine podcast. Right. Like, they're especially not, they're not going to come yeah. to the basement. They don't know anything about right. us, especially if we don't know them. So I'm excited to get out to people's places, use our mobile setup. That's why we, you know, so generous, all the people who bought stuff from us to get us this mobile equipment. So super excited about that. Number two, uh, I want to explore more breweries this year. And I know we have a, our beer segment every single week, but I want to continue that by going to different breweries and maybe having them as guests and have the brewmasters as guests and us as average beer drinkers. You know, we don't know all the hops and all the different names of that kind of stuff, but kind of learn more information about that and meet a lot of the local breweries around here because there's so many. I mean, the Ale Trail book has like 65 breweries in it now. So there's so many different places we can go and so many different places we can see. Uh, we could almost make it like a mini-series where we just go through the Ale Trail book and go meet people and try different stuff. So that's another one of my goals. And third one for 2022, I'd love to start getting video on our episodes. Uh, videotape us while we're doing this so you can actually see what all of us look like. If we have an owner of some business, you know, 
see what that person looks like, kind of see how we interact with each other, and also potentially try to do maybe a couple live episodes. Sign up, get a Columbus Uncut Twitch or something, and, you know, interact, see if we can get some people in, like, a chat and interact. They might be able to ask us questions or different beers and things to try. I feel like that could be a good way to reach a broader audience and once again get our Instagram followers or our Twitter followers and things up and get more downloads, more listens to, you know, get people interested in Ohio and, you know, just get our stuff out there. And fourthly, I didn't write down, uh, but I just thought of it. I I know we're Columbus Uncut. You know, we try to do a lot of Columbus stuff, which I think that's a big thing we're going to do in 2022. But I don't want to be afraid to branch out to other parts of Ohio as well and, like, just let people know about different stuff that's not Columbus. That's our name because that's where we kind of – that's where we're centered and that's where we focus a lot of our attention. But if we get the chance to go – you know, to a mentor or uh, <laughs> to a Hovencliff Brewery up in Ashtabula. Yeah, hey. yeah you know, just different stuff like Shout that. I out. still want to go do that and give people insight on that because uh, people from Columbus love to travel to different, you know, places in Ohio because you can do so many. I mean, everything is like two hours away from where we are oh, yeah. when you go to any corner of the state. So you can explore for a day and try different stuff out. And I feel like that's another thing that our listeners would be interested in. So that's my fourth and final goal. Luke, do you have any goals for the, uh, the pod this year? I do. Um, well, probably just two, one staying true to who we are as we grow. Um, you know, the reason I love providing, you know, being able to, to get us audio and, and sounding legit, but, um, really it's just like a, a decompression at the end of the day to, to be with the boys and, and relax with each other. Uh, so staying true to, to true to what we uh, what we're doing as we grow, but also when we interview new um, people on the podcast or or experience new things, uh, to learn and grow from their experiences and apply it to our um, uh, thing we got going on to better ourselves. So yeah, I think that's that's my two my two takeaways. So we got a big year for twenty twenty two. We'll we'll uh, end it at that. It's been a, as usual, a long episode today. But we also haven't talked to anyone for right. over a month now. We so miss you. Next week, first collab. We got Meat Bucket Podcast coming on. Um, they'll and in, be involved in the beer segment, food segment, and and we'll have a good episode with them. Be sure to follow us on social media at Columbus underscore Uncut for both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us uh, or you can go to our Teespring page and order any merchandise. Like I said, that goes directly to the podcast and that helps us buy the equipment to uh, produce this at the best level that we can. And you can also join our Discord where you can give us beer suggestions, food suggestions, restaurant suggestions, whatever it be, or just give us uh, feedback on the episode. Um, And you can find all the links to that at our Linktree page, which will be posted in the show notes. It's on our Instagram page if you're a follower. So check that out. Uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us this week. We look forward to talking to everyone next week and look at, looking forward to the collab with the Meat Bucket Podcast next week. Have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy your new year. 
Hopefully it's a good year for everyone. And uh, with that, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Peace Bucks. out. Thanks, guys.